Hello, this is R.J. Deacon, reading the Supreme Court of the United States Opinion Syllabus in Viking River Cruises, Incorporated versus Moriana, certiori to the Court of Appeals of California, 2nd Appellate District, argued March 30th, 2022, and decided June 15th, 2022. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can uh, get a hold of me at roadscholar80 at gmail.com, or you can just find the PayPal link in the show notes. The question for decision is whether the Federal Arbitration Act, 9 U.S.C. Section 1 at SEC, preempts a rule of California law that invalidates contractual waivers of the right to assert representative claims under California's Labor Code Private Attorneys General Act of 2004. They'll call that PAGA going forward, but they didn't put the little parentheses in there. That's Section 2698 at SEC. PAGA enlists employees as private attorneys general to enforce California labor law. By its terms, PAGA authorizes any aggrieved employee to initiate an action against a former employer on behalf of himself or herself and other current or former employees to obtain civil penalties that previously could have recovered only by the state in an enforcement action brought by California's Labor and Workforce Development Agency, LWDA. California precedent holds that a PAGA suit is a representative action in which the employee plaintiff sues as an agent or proxy of the state. That, that's Iscannon versus CLS Transportation Los Angeles. California precedent also interprets the statute to contain what is effectively a rule of claim joinder, allowing a party to unite multiple claims against an opposing party in a single action. An employee with PAGA uh, with PAGA standing, may seek any civil penalties the state can, including penalties for violations involving employees other than the PAGA litigant herself. Um, that's uh, ZB North American versus Superior Court. Respondent Angie Moriana filed a PAGA action against her former employee, Viking River Cruises, alleging a California labor code violation. She also asserted a wide array of other violations, allegedly sustained by other Viking employees. Moriana's employment contract with Viking contained a mandatory arbitration agreement. Important here, that agreement contained both a class action waiver, providing that the parties could not bring any dispute as a class, collective, or representative action under PAGA, and a severability clause specifying that if the waiver was found invalid, such a dispute would presumptively be litigated in court. Under the severability clause, any portion of the waiver that remained valid would be enforced in arbitration. Viking moved to compel arbitration of Moriana's individual PAGA claim and to dismiss her other PAGA claims. Applying California's Iscanian precedent, the California courts denied that motion, holding that categorical waivers of PAGA standing are contrary to California policy and that PAGA claims cannot be split into arbitrable individual claims and non-arbitrable representative claims. This court granted certiorari to decide whether the FAA preempts the California rule. Uh, the Supreme Court held the decision is reversed and remanded and Justice Alito delivered the opinion of the court. The FAA preempts the rule of Iskanian so far as it precludes diversion of PAGA actions into individual and non-individual claims through an agreement to arbitrate. 
based on the principle that arbitration is strictly a matter of consent, uh, see Granite Rock Corporation versus Teamsters, this court has held that a party may not be compelled under the FAA to submit to class arbitration unless there is a contractual basis for concluding that the party agreed to do so. That's uh, Stolt, Stolt Nielsen SA versus Animal Feeds International. Because class action arbitration mandates procedural changes that are inconsistent with the individualized and informal mode of bilateral arbitration contemplated by the FAA, see AT&T AT Mobility versus Concepcion, class procedures cannot be imposed by state law without presenting unwilling parties with an unacceptable choice between being compelled to arbitrate using such procedures and foregoing arbitration altogether. Viking contends that the court's FAA precedents require enforcement of contractual provisions waiving the right to bring PAGA actions because PAGA creates a form of class or coll collective proceeding. If this is correct, Iskanian's prohibition on PAGA waivers presents parties with an impermissible choice. Either arbitrate disputes using a form of class procedures, or do not arbitrate at all. Moriana maintains that any conflict between Iskanian and the FAA is illusory, because PAGA creates nothing more than a substantive cause of action. This court disagrees with both characterizations of the statute. Moriana's premise that PAGA creates a unitary private cause of action is irreconcilable with the structure of the statute and the ordinary legal meaning of the word claim. A PAGA action asserting multiple violations under California's labor code affecting a range of different employees does not constitute a single claim in even the broadest possible sense. Viking's position, on the other hand, elides important structural differences between PAGA actions and class actions. A class action plaintiff can raise a multitude of claims because he or she represents a multitude of absent individuals. A PAGA plaintiff, by contrast, represents a single principle, the LWDA, that has a multitude multitude of claims. As a result, PAGA suits exhibit virtually none of the procedural characteristics of class actions. This court's FAA precedents treat bilateral arbitration as the prototype of the individualized and informal form of arbitration protected from undue state interference by the FAA. See, for example, um, Epic Systems versus Lewis. Viking posits that a proceeding is bilateral only if it involves two and only two parties and is conducted by and on behalf of the individual named parties only. Um, that's citing Walmart stores versus Dukes. Thus, Iskanian's prohibition on PAGA waivers is inconsistent with the FAA because PAGA creates an intrinsically representational form of action and Iskanian requires parties either to arbitrate in that format or forego arbitration altogether. This court disagrees. Nothing in the FAA established a categorical rule mandating enforcement of waivers of standing to assert claims on behalf of absent principles. Non-class representative actions in which a single agent litigates on behalf of a single principal necessarily deviate from the strict ideal of bilateral dispute resolution posited by Viking, 
but this court has never held that the FAA imposes a duty on states to render all forms of representative standing waivable by contract or that such suits deviate from the norm of bilateral arbitration. Unlike procedures distinctive to multi-party litigation, single-principle, single-agent representatives, representative actions are bilateral in two registers. They involve the rights of only the absent real party in interest and the defendant, and litigation need only be conducted by the agent plaintiff and the defendant. Nothing in this court's precedent suggests that in enacting the FAA, Congress intended to require states to reshape their agency law governing who can assert claims on behalf of whom to ensure that parties will never have to arbitrate disputes in a proceeding that deviates from bilateral arbitration in the strictest sense. PEGA's built-in mechanism of claim joinder is in conflict with the FAA. Iskanian's prohibition on contractual division of PAGA actions into constituent claims unduly circumscribes the freedom of parties to determine the issues subject to arbitration and the rules by which they will arbitrate. That's Lamps Plus versus Virelia. And does so in a way that violates the fundamental principle that arbitration is a matter of consent. Stolt Nielsen again. For that reason, state law cannot condition the enforceability of an agreement to arbitrate on the availability of a procedural mechanism that would permit a party to expand the scope of the anticipated arbitration by introducing claims that the parties did not jointly agree to arbitrate. A state rule imposing an expansive rule of joinder in the arbitral context would defeat the ability of parties to control which claims are subject to arbitration by permitting parties to super-add new claims to the proceeding, regardless of whether the agreement committed those claims to arbitration. When made compulsory by way of Iskanian, PEGA's joinder rule functions in exactly this way. The effect is to coerce parties into withholding PEGA claims from arbitration. Iskanian's indivisibility rule effectively coerces parties to opt for a judicial forum rather than foregoing the procedural rigor and appellate review of the courts to realize the benefits of private dispute resolution. Stolt-Nielsen Under this court's holding, Iskanian's prohibition on wholesale waivers of PAGA claims is not preempted by the FAA but Iskanian's rule that PAGA actions cannot be divided into individual and non-individual claims is preempted. So Viking was entitled to compel arbitration of Moriana's individual claim. PAGA provides no mechanism to enable a court to adjudicate non-individual PAGA claims once an individual claim has been committed to a separate proceeding. And under PAGA's standing requirement, a plaintiff has standing to maintain non-individual PAGA claims in an action only by virtue of also maintaining an individual claim in that action. As a result, Moriana would lack statutory standing to maintain her non-individual claims in court, and the correct course was to dismiss her remaining claims. The decision below is reversed and remanded. Justice Alito delivered the opinion of the court, in which Justices Breyer, Sotomayor, Kagan, and Gorsuch joined in which Chief Justice Roberts joined as to Parts 1 and 3, and in which 
Justices Kavanaugh and Barrett joined as to Part 3. Justice Sotomayor filed a concurring opinion. Justice Barrett filed an opinion concurring in part and concurring in the judgment, in which Justice Kavanaugh joined, and in which Chief Justice Roberts joined, as to all but the footnote. Justice Thomas filed a solo dissenting opinion. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to get a hold of me, I can be reached at roadsscholar80 at gmail.com. That's R-O-A-D-S, like the truck driving roads, and the number 80. Or you can find a PayPal link in the show notes.